Hi guys, I'm back. It has definitely been a minute, but what else is new when it comes to a blended household? I definitely wanted to come in and share some super exciting news with you guys that I finally finished aesthetic school. I'm so excited that I finally get a piece of my life back and my nighttime routine comes somewhat back to normal. I'll no longer have to go into school four to five nights a week. I have my diploma and I'm so excited. The next step is taking the state board. So that's going to happen in April, probably around the 14th and 15th. So I'll have two full days of testing, one day of a practical exam, and then another day of a theory examination. So you guys be sure to send me all the prayers, good vibes, and cross your fingers for me because I really need this to go well. I'm not super nervous about failing, but I know I'm going to be nervous the day of. I already have anxiety as it is, so I just need prayers and good vibes for just peace for that day. All right, other news. I got myself a graduation gift. I bought myself the dog I've been wanting only for the last five to six years. His name is Sebastian, and he is a Cavalier King Charles Spaniel. He is the tricolor, which is white, black, and tan, and I love him to pieces, you guys. He's the best thing ever. I've wanted one of these dogs for so long, and I finally saved up the money, and I knew that I wanted to wait until I finished school to get him. The reason I wanted to do that is because with life being as busy as it already is and chaotic as it already is with all the kids, plus me working full-time and going to school, I didn't want the dog to get attached to anyone else in the household. I wanted to be the dog's primary caretaker and I wanted it to be my baby. So I thought it was best that I waited until I graduated so that I could be home to be the primary caretaker, especially in the evenings with the dog. And he is now about 14 weeks and he is amazing. Everything I thought he would be and so much more. If you're not familiar with this breed, I highly suggest you go check them out because they are bred to be royal lap dogs, which means that they love their owners, they're very devoted to their owners, and they absolutely love snuggles. So if that's the type of dog that you're looking for, which is exactly what I wanted, then definitely check out the breed. He will only be about 15 pounds because he was the runt of the litter, but I believe the breed gets to be about 20 pounds max. Um, so about a medium-sized dog. I'm so excited to have him and so excited to finally be done with school. This past Saturday, I had my graduation party and I invited a bunch of my friends, my coworkers, and even some of my classmates. It was really important to me to really celebrate this because we didn't have an actual graduation where we walk across the stage in a cap and gown and get a diploma. And I've only been trying to graduate since 2016. So for me, this was, it was huge. Um, I am a little disappointed that um, some people that are really close to me were not um, were not there. I'm also disappointed that they didn't see how huge this was for me. So I had asked the girls and their dad to plan the graduation party for me because 
that's what I'm good at. And it's what I've always done for everyone here when it comes to birthday parties, when it came to high school graduations, when it came to baby showers, gender reveals, anything, you name it, I planned it. Um, I got the decorations, I figured out the food, the cake, like whatever it was, and I made it as good as I could make it on the budget that we had. And for this, I, I didn't want to be involved in all of that. I wanted someone else to do it for me. So I'd ask them to do that for me. And unfortunately, it just wasn't as important to them as it was to me. I think the most disappointing part for me was how available that they made themselves while their mom was in town. As you guys know, she's been in and out of their lives for the eight or nine years that I've been around and actually even longer than that. Um, she had some addiction issues and some things that kept her away. There was not regular contact with the girls by any means. So when I came around, I stepped in and I filled some really big shoes and a really big uh, role in their lives. And I was there and I supported and I you know, encouraged um, the relationship when she was around and never, ever had one negative thing to say um, to them about their mom. I'm supportive of the relationship if they want it, and I'm supportive of them if they don't want it because I just want whatever it is they want because ultimately I just want to see them happy. But with my graduation party, it wasn't important enough for them to actually be there or put in the work to make it special for me. Shelby sent out the invitations for the party. I had gotten her a job with my company. She now works the front desk there. But instead of attending, she decided to spend the weekend in Miami. Lauren um, did not come because she's upset with us right now. And Hannah was in and out and Madeline was there, but um, definitely one of the first to leave. So I appreciate um, the ones that could be there, but ultimately it wasn't important enough for them to actually make it a priority to, to really even celebrate me. My husband did most, if not all of the work when it came to that party. So I'm just a little deflated. Um, my feelings are hurt and I'm also angry right now. I know I wasn't going to use names in this podcast, but clearly... I failed at my attempt at that. So moving forward, I guess names it is. So Lauren is the one that has the two children. She has Layla, who's two, and she has Camden, who is two months. And she's mad at us right now because she asks us every weekend to babysit. And we say yes a lot of the time. But we also have to say no some of the time as well. And when she's not asking us on the weekend... She reaches out to me normally on Mondays, which is my day off, to watch the kids. She also comes over here um, during the week, at least three to four days a week, after she drops um, her boyfriend off at work and hangs out for several hours and eats dinner while she's waiting for him to get off work. We definitely understand that she needs a break. She basically is a single mom because Caleb works a lot and when he is there, he's not as an active caretaker as Lauren is. Um, so he kind of, I guess, doesn't pick up the slack a little bit or realize when she needs a break. So the, 
the only break really that she gets is when she does come over here. But for us, it was becoming so frequent that we were constantly watching the kids unable to wind down after a long day of work and really struggling with constantly having to say no because who wants to say no to your kid? I mean, you want to help them. You want to be there for them. You want to support them. But because we made ourselves so available in the beginning, it felt like a little bit like we were being taken advantage of. And when she was over here during the week, we were the ones mostly watching the kids while she would be hanging out downstairs with her sisters or whatever it was. And we don't mind helping. It's just that we started to become worn out, frazzled, and completely exhausted. And then at the end of the day, we try to go upstairs and chill out and connect for the night. And we're so exhausted that we don't even, as husband and wife, connect with each other. So after probably the third week in a row of her texting me, asking me to babysit, we basically had to tell them that we really needed them to back off on the frequency in which they asked. So she is the most sensitive one of all the girls and definitely got her feelings hurt. My husband was the one that wrote the text and then I followed up with an text, you know, in agreement with everything that he had already said. And of course, just like in every situation, I'm the bad guy. Nobody, you know, stays mad at my husband because of course that's their dad but everything they think that rolls down the pike comes from me so I'm the bad guy I'm the bitch I'm the one that doesn't want them around so now she's saying that she's never going to come over here again and she's never going to ask us to watch the kids again so that's where we're at right now we have tried to let her know that that's not what we meant that we just told her that she needed to dial back the frequency and that was it that we still wanted her here we still wanted to watch the kids we still welcomed her to come over here to do laundry or whatever she needed and we loved all of them immensely but her feelings are definitely hurt I've been trying to reach out to her for the last several days and the only thing I get back is crickets. She does n absolutely no interest in speaking with me whatsoever. She will, however, speak to her dad. So at this point, I'm just fed up. I'm fed up because I have given and given and given and given to to these girls. And sometimes to the detriment of my own kids, they got less of me because I was so busy trying to you know, forge my place in their lives and, and have them accept me that I, you know, put my own kids on the back burner. And that's something that is my own doing. It's my fault and no one else's. And it's something that I have to course correct moving forward. But it also the things that I'm, I'm seeing now are starting to make me bitter and bitter about things that I never even talked about when they were happening before because I was so worried about rocking the boat or, you know, pissing someone off or having the girls mad at me that I never talked to them about how I felt. And um, one of those things is um, their mom. She talks shit about me to them. She makes fun of me to them. She pulls up my social media and makes fun of my social media to them. And they laugh with her. And they make fun of it with her. 
they don't defend me. They don't say, let's not talk about DD. They don't try to change the subject, but they entertain it. And that's a slap in my face because I've never, ever uttered one negative comment to them about their mother. Have I, you know, maybe I've thought some things here and there, but I keep it to myself and I support them and what they want. And I do support their mom. I hope that she does, you know, take strides in life to better herself. But I'm not going to entertain someone who talks shit about me. I'm not going to continue to let someone in my home that doesn't like me and talks crap about me behind my back. I just feel really unappreciated. And I'm just really sad about it all and I'm not really sure how to move forward or if I should even, you know, talk to about it without again causing bigger issues and having everyone hate me and then damaging the relationship even further. But I know part of my issue is avoiding confrontation and keeping my mouth shut. And at a at an age that I'm at, I shouldn't give a fuck. I shouldn't care if I hurt people's feelings. I should be able to speak my peace and speak my truth and let people know how I feel. But why I don't do that and why I care, I don't know. It's one of my downfalls. I've decided for a bit I'm going to start focusing on my two teenagers, uh, my 13-year-old and my 16-year-old, and maybe planning some quality time with them to do some course correction in some of the time that I missed with them because I was too focused on other things. So stay tuned for reconnection with my teenagers. We'll see how that goes because at the ages they're at right now, they want absolutely nothing to do with their mother. It's like rebellion city right now. My 16-year-old son is doing well in school. He still has some hiccups, but we are definitely seeing improvements with the autism specialist coming in and the evaluations we have going on. And he got his driver's license. So prayers for that because I'm a nervous wreck every time he's behind the wheel. The positive side to him having his driver's license is that I now have some really large currency that I can use when he's in trouble. I can take the car away and when I need him to, you know, get back on track or you know, we use it as a like a reward type thing. Like if you didn't do well this week and you didn't get your homework done or you were rebellious or talked back or just were a pain in my ass, then guess what? You're not driving. And it kind of holds him accountable because driving is a big deal. He has his life in his hands. He has a large vehicle in his hands and there's the life of the other people out there on the road. So trying to get him to understand what a big deal it is, is been a little bit of an uphill battle as well. It's definitely hard with a high-functioning autism kid to really get them to see the significance of consequences with bigger responsibility. On a side note, and back to my party for a minute, the day after my party, I'd let each of my kids, you know, have someone spend the night, the 16-year-old and the 13-year-old, so that they would have someone hang out with while I was hanging out with all of my friends. 
Well, my daughter had two of her friends spend the night, and the next morning I went in her room, and I found a beer can in her closet. So her and her two friends decided that it would be a good idea to send one of them downstairs to go get a beer and that they would drink it in Aubrey's closet. So it was a Michelob Ultra. And I swear they probably each only had two sips because that thing was practically full. I hope they absolutely hated the taste of it. It definitely gave my daughter quite a stern talking to, and we went over the whole alcohol and all of that conversation, sneaking around, lying. She did try to weasel her way out of it at first, but I told her I was giving her an opportunity to be honest with me, and she did own up to it. So for that, I am appreciative and proud of her. And I did call the other mothers and let them know what I found. But just thought I would give you guys a heads up on that. Because if you have kids that are teenagers, just know it starts earlier and earlier. The curiosity, the peer pressure, the things they're talking about, the things they're doing, the things they're seeing on social media, and the things they're showing each other. um, It's just crazy the world we live in today nothing like the world I grew up in so be prepared that it happens sooner rather than later these days I'm gonna end this episode here I've got to go downstairs and cook dinner but I was just feeling heavy on the heart today and kind of wanted to get some stuff off my chest So sorry for venting to all of you guys, but there again, this is my podcast. I'm going to talk about whatever the crap I want to talk about. If you like it, great. If not, oh well, don't listen. And if it helps someone, then great. Because I know for a fact I'm not the only person with a blended family and not the only person that probably struggles with many of the same things that I struggle with personally. I might not happen to know anyone that's struggling with the same things as me, but Everyone has their own struggles, whether they're talking about it or not, they're there. I just so happen to be airing mine out on a podcast. Until next time.